This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome to this podcast. This is Mark Lloyd, and if you're up for a laugh, then you're at the right place, as this week on the show, I spoke to the Canadian stand-up comedian Alison June Smith, who's out here in the city of Dubai as part of the Laughter Factory Tour. She told me all about what life is like being a female comedian over in the, the UK, and she told me about some of the most memorable gigs that she's done in her career. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10, right here on Dubai. I 103.8. Well, once again, the Laughter Factory is back in town with some fantastic comedians from all around uh, the globe. And we're off to Canada next with our next guest, Alison June Smith, who joins us on the show. She's one of the comics on the Laughter Factory tour. Alison, welcome uh, to Dubai. How have the gigs been going for you so far? Oh, so far they've been great. I mean, I always have a fantastic time. When I come to Dubai, I find the audiences here just so fun, and I love this city. It is an amazing city. And have you met any Canadians while you've been here? I think there's no, quite a few. No. Well, actually, no, that is a lie. I saw one. One girl came to the show and introduced herself afterwards from Toronto. So that was a yeah. treat. I, I, like, I like how Canadians say Toronto. They kind of say Toronto. Toronto. Same with, well, I'm from um, Calgary, but it's actually spelled Calgary, but you can tell when someone's not from Calgary by the way they say it. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, I'm glad the gigs are going really well. Tell me about um, the, the comedy scene in Canada and, uh, and how you got into it, Alison. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so I got into the comedy scene because uh, before this, I was a teacher. I was a drama teacher, yeah. a theater teacher, and I'd always wanted to be an actress. And when I graduated from university, you know, I, I looked into, you know, acting and whatnot. But there's a lot of gatekeepers when it comes to acting because, you know, you have to audition, you have to look a part, you have to be a part. And I saw stand-up comedy as more of a avenue that I had more control over being a performer. All I had to do was figure out how to be funny, yeah. and then I could get work and, and do that. And then I saw, you know, you could travel the world. And, and so that's kind of what got me into comedy. And then um, in Canada, I mean, I love my lovely country of Canada. However, we are a very big country. <laughs> it's <few> vast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So as a live entertainer, what you need is a small island with a bunch of people crammed together. Yeah. Thus, I went to the UK. <laughs> right, right. Where comedy, of course, is is part of um, our fabric, really, isn't it? I mean, the comedy scene in the UK is absolutely bubbling. I mean, how did you find it when you first arrived? Well, you know, what I, what I found was the most interesting is that so many comedians in Canada, you know, some would go over to the States, some would go over to the UK, and the people that went over to the UK were like, oh, there's just so many gigs, there's so many gigs, because again, in Canada, yeah. it's like, you drive hours and hours, you do one gig, you drive hours and hours, you do another gig, yeah. whereas in the UK, it was like, I could do three gigs in a night, you yeah. know, I could go Liverpool, Warrington, Manchester. <laughs> right. um, it was amazing, and also I found, because like you said, it is more woven into the fabric, it's seen as a profession. In Canada, if I said I was a comedian, people would go, oh, that's great, and then what do you do for a living? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas in the UK, if I said I'm a comedian, people saw that as a profession, like a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher. So that was, uh, that was really nice for me to be a bit more validated in my profession choices. <laughs> yeah. What was your kind of baptism like into comedy in the UK, your, your first gig? I mean, you must have had a bit of trepidation, you know, coming from a totally different country, and there you are in perhaps a comedy capital um, how did it go? 
Yeah, I mean, look, I played it safe. I um, came out for a couple of visits before I made the official jump yeah. just to check out some clubs. And um, the first one I went to was a very <sighs> grungy, I don't want to be rude, but it was a, a grungy little pub under a bridge. <laughs> and um, right. I did my first gig, and there was about 10 people in there that, you know, didn't even realize it was a comedy night and got roped into sitting through, you know, acts. And I thought, oh, yeah. what am I doing? How's yeah. this going to go? And then the next gig I did was in a proper comedy club. And I then realized, no, it's okay. I made the right choice. So yeah. it really depended on gig to gig how I felt. <laughs> so tell me a, b- a bit about your style of comedy, uh, Alison, and the, the kind of topics that you like to touch on. Yeah. My style of comedy, I mean, obviously, I talk uh, from my own experiences. I, I'm one of these people, I, for me, comedy, I believe, um, I kind of stay in my own lane. I talk about things that are my life, yeah. my experiences. Uh, I'm, I'm not really a political comedian. I'm not really looking to, like, uh, try and change people's minds. What I do is I like to share my experiences from what I have gone through. So I imagine, you know, it's a bit of you know, a fish out of water. When I go to different countries, I talk about my family. I talk about, you know, a little bit about relationships, but I'm not one of these that goes on and on about dating, etc. But I I would just say, yeah, my life experiences is what I like to chat about. Yeah. And and what about, uh, you know, being um, a lady in the comedy world? I mean, pretty much every tour now, we're getting a female comic, which is just fantastic. Wasn't like that when I was growing up. It was very much a male-dominated world. What's your experience been like you know um as a lady in the comedy scene yeah yeah well i have to say look i've been doing stand-up now for 21 years and in the last 10 years i have seen such a significant change like when i first started doing comedy uh, i used to say to the mcs please don't say she her or any of those sort of things before I come yeah. on stage. Because yeah. literally, people would get up and go to the washroom, or I'd hear people go, oh, it's the girl. <laughs> it's such a, you know, they didn't yeah. think women were that funny, but that's only because there were so few of us. Yeah. So I always thought it was a numbers game. If you see a girl and she's not that funny, it's going to be a long time till you see another girl, so you might be left with that impression. Whereas with men, you're going to see, what, five, six a night? So, you know, I just thought it was a numbers game. But now I find audiences are much more receptive. And, and society is realizing that it's important for us to hear different voices, different views, different experiences. And so now when I come on stage, it, it's almost unnerving because people cheer because the girl is on. So it's a real, real switch I find nowadays. Yeah, and, and did you have any uh, female comedians that you looked up to that um, you, know, you really aspired to uh, become when you were growing up? No, you know what, I, you know, because again, it wasn't necessarily for me being a comedian. I mean, I saw some comedians in films, you know, like I remember when I saw Janine Garofalo, I thought, oh, she's, she's funny. But it wasn't until I started doing comedy that I think then I really found my heroes. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I mean, always Joan Rivers will yeah. be the one for me because she, I mean, there, you know, there was Phyllis Diller, there was many before her, but for me, she was the one that really broke down some walls and allowed us or showed the world that as women we were going to talk about topics that maybe they didn't want to hear but you know what they needed to hear it yeah 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 uh now um you mentioned travel earlier on i want to ask you about some of the places that you've been to and also maybe some of the standout gigs when you look back on that 21 year career you know um some of the gigs that were really special to you 
Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, obviously coming to Dubai was such a fantastic experience the yeah. first time I came. Yeah. Um, but I have been to... Uh, Singapore, Indonesia, um, Cambodia. I mean, that's oh, the wow. one that really blew my mind when I went to Cambodia. Because um, I had never seen a society quite like that, let alone do comedy in a place like that. <laughs> yeah. um, so Cambodia was really mind-blowing for me just because it was the Wild West. Like, yeah. you know, if you could go out there and start a business and then the next day start a different business. And, and you just saw such a, yeah. I mean, real disparity, but at the same time, real opportunity for people. So that was a mind-blowing experience for me. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Croatia, I did a gigs in an, a, a, like a private island in Croatia. Wow. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, so those would be my standout ones, I'd say, so far. I mean, I've been to Alaska, and, you know, when you think of Canada, I've been to many cold places. Yeah. So for me, going to the hot places is always... <laughs> it's exciting. a real treat, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, here you are. You're on the Laughter Factory tour. I know we've uh, got gigs uh, this week. Um, you're going to be... Uh, let's have a look uh, at... Uh, Zabil House Wednesday, then the Grand Millennium Barsha Heights on Friday, Saturday at Duke's The Palm. That's a beautiful hotel. So uh, I cannot yeah. wait for The Palm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, Laughter Factory tickets uh, at laughterfactory.com uh, for those gigs. What's in the bag for the rest of the year once you've completed this tour? Yeah, well, I'm going to have another, I have a comedy album that I'll be putting out again. Um, it'll be on Spotify and, and all those um kind of uh, kind of uh, platforms yeah uh, so there's that that'll be coming out and then I think I just got I just did some of the Edinburgh Festival so I'm hoping okay. to try and start up and do a bit more of my own show touring I hope this next coming year because a lot of the gigs I do are often with other comedians so this coming year I would like to try and finally focus on um, doing some some shows with just it being me that's that's what I'd like to work on this coming year lovely me being me Maybe just me on stage, and yeah, this is what you're getting, so, yeah. Yeah, well, Alison, um, it's been a great pleasure to chat with you on the show. The best of luck for the remaining gigs. Anything that you want to get up to in Dubai? I know you've been before, but, um, you know, any kind of little adventures that you want to kind of tuck in while you're here? Look, I was looking into it, and it's pre-booked very far in advance, but my one thing that I really am still longing to do, if anyone out there has any hookups, I want to go to the sky pool, uh, the infinity pool in the, um, is it the Aurora pool, I believe oh, it is? Oh, wow. Okay. I think that's up by the Palm, and, yeah. you know, it, it's the 360 pool that is a view of Dubai. That is one thing that I still have not done. So if anyone out there can help me out, please let me know. <laughs> we need help with that infinity pool. Alison June-Smith, thank you so much for being with us and enjoy your time in Dubai. Oh, thank you so much. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.